0: Here we are on Tuesday, what is it, October 24th, 2023. Welcome to the Blessed to Teach show. We're going to be talking about Elon Musk actually warning of us sleeping, walking into World War III. I think you know Iran's militias actually attacked U.S., um, um, I guess, uh, bases in multiple countries, including Syria. Um, Trump is uh, saying, no, that guy should not be your speaker um, to Tom Emerson, so we're, I don't think he. Is. So, so, so you'll see the power that Trump has right now is amazing. So, and we're going we to digging into a ton of news updates on some perspectives on the war, um, what we can pray against. Um, we're going to go on over some prophetic reports, some words I heard from the Lord, some things that Julie heard from the Lord. We're going to get into Hebrews nine in a little bit, and then we're going to go backstage to do PCR and pray for our children, pray for the release of them, pray against the. Um, cabal and and what they're doing with the news and pray for our military um, when it comes to the rescue of the children and really what what is going on now. And it's pretty scary when you have Biden trying to lead us in this uh, war. I think they're purposely trying to get us to the war, so we'll dig into that a lot as we, we talk about these things. Let's get into the breaking news now. Here you see Tom Emmer wins the GOP nomination for Speaker of the House on the secret ballot. They went through like six, seven people. It kind of describes it in here. And the lowest person that got the lowest number of votes would be dropped out. So before the first round, there were seven nominees. And obviously, these people are not Jim Jordan, who got, um, who is just going to break through the stronghold of those 20 to 25 rhinos. Um, and then one dropped out at a time. And, the, and in the end, this Tom Emers, Emmer, E M M E R, actually one there. And so Trump weighed in. So he comes in on True Social and says, I have many wonderful friends wanting to be Speaker of the House, and some are truly great
1: warriors.
0: Rhino Tom, <laughs> boom, he's done. <laughs> Rhino Tom Emmer, who I do not know well, is not one of them. He never respected the power of a Trump endorsement or the breadth and scope of MAGA make America great again. He fought me all the way and actually spent more time defending Elon Omar than he did me. He is totally out of touch with Republican voters. I believe he has now learned his lesson because he is saying that he is pro-Trump all the way. But who can ever be sure? Has he only changed because that's what it takes to win? The Republican Party cannot take that chance because that's not where the America First voters are. Voting for a globalist rhino like Tom Emmer would be a tragic mistake. So a couple of hours later, sure enough, House Speaker vote, live updates, Emmer drops out. (laughs) Two candidates back in. Just shows you how much of a mess uh, that we have there. You know, McCarthy's saying, boy, we're in trouble now. but pretty crazy stuff going on. But we know for a fact. Uh, well, here's McCarthy saying that we're in a bad, very bad place. Former Speaker Kevin McCarthy told ABC News. And the longer this goes on, the more the Democrats are going to just thirsting for more power. Give us some power, and we'll give you some votes to get somebody in there, right? Or put me, put a Democrat in there, right? So uh, this is a. But this is this is a necessary evil to just expose how how this house is, is full of so many rhinos. And I hope that we just get some more America First candidates in there so that we can continue to expose them as, as we go forward. Hey, I wanted to let you guys know that we have a full store of, of patriotic companies such as QE Strong. And we got a bunch of gear uh, that you can get at the, at the store. You're just going to go to the store tab on blessedteach.com or on neighborhood.social. Those are kind of our two places. Name, uh, blessedteach.com has everything on there, including show notes, and then uh the neighborhood social is, is our social media platform that replaces facebook and i think you guys will really enjoy those but if you scroll down here you've got all kinds of, of patriot companies i mean you got this collagen and this giddy up product that's way better for you uh, from a perspective of getting caffeine uh, versus like a red bull or something it's got B-set, b set a lot of b vitamins in it it's very good you've got survival food on here you got the kingdom fuel, you got all kinds of supplements. Dr. Art's supplements can be found here. These um, optimal health solutions, which are organic vitamins. you got this Java coffee I talked about, obviously. You buy two bags of that, you get 20% discount at the BT. All, all this stuff is here, right? Including uh, some books from, uh, the COVID, on the COVID vaccine that Sally Saxon's been on this show. Uh, so much more that you'll find on this for different types of ailments. There's the water filter that Ann, um, Anna Kate talked about. Uh, we've got all kinds of uh, MyPillow, and you can use the B2T code at MyPillow. Uh, Kirk Elliott link. So all the links are here of everything I've ever talked about. The B17 to help um, uh, that, that Jack Borges talked about. Ness's Hemp, or, uh, which is a way, way better CBD. Um, you got Dr. Zelenkovaudamin. So all, all these different links to all these different things are all there. Make sure you go to the store. Um, tab or just go to blessedteach.com slash store or blessedteach.com hit the store tab or go to the North Neighborhood Social hit the store tab. I think you guys will enjoy shopping there for Christmas as well as you're starting to look at that. So here's uh, the main headline. Into World War 3 Elon Musk warns we are sleepwalking into it. Sleepwalking our way into World War 3. We need to stop doing that it's unwise and I think will lead to an immense risk to civilization. And this is right. So we're gonna detail this out a little bit. But again, this is what the elites need right now because they are panicking. Uh, They know the World Health Organization is being exposed, the CDC is being exposed, the FDA is being exposed, it's what I call the medical cartel, right? Not only that, they're seeing the Biden crime family being exposed and they are freaking out. And they're seeing Trump's popularity grow and Biden's crashing. And they're realizing, oh my goodness, we're not gonna be able to keep our puppet in. What are we going to do? And they, so they need a war. And that's what uh, they're, they're going for. I mean, just think about Biden wouldn't even meet with Bibi, uh, Netanyahu, when he came in. He He's one of the most anti-Israel presidents we have. And now all of a sudden he's going, we have your back, we have your back. You know, there's cartoons about it with him, you know, having a knife behind uh, Netanyahu, et cetera. So we, you can't trust, um, you can't trust these globalists, right? So they'll support Israel up to the point of trying to start a war. But they're going to handcuff them as much as possible so they can't be effective, in my opinion. So it was just shocking when we've been talking so much about how horrible Biden is, how horrible Trudeau is, how horrible Macron is out of France. And those are the last three that visited Israel. It's like, oh, my goodness, France. I mean, we got Trudeau, Macron, and Biden. Who needs needs enemies if those are your friends, right? It's like, uh, so Biden needs Bibi. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I'm sorry. Netanyahu needs needs Trump, right? Uh, Biden, uh, Bibi does not need Biden, and uh, that this is going to be a really scary time because the, the these neocons and these globalists are going to do everything to get to war. They're going to try to make Israel look bad, and um, and try to uh, get the, to just arouse you know what Saul Alinsky would call the useful idiots. Um, what would we be that all the, these people on the left that support the Palestinians or, and Hamas, right, and also um, just infuriate the Muslim community? And that way we're fighting this battle with each other again, right? And that's what, that's, that's what this is all about, in my opinion, is they want us to fight Israel, Palestinian, vaccinated, unvaccinated, da 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 but not know this is the globalists and elites against we the people. So uh, I would just warn you to come join me in continuing to keep the eyes on the globalist, right? And um, Elon talks a little bit about how dangerous this is when you have this, right? So during his Spaces meeting, he talked about um, the West is sleepwalking our way into World War III, putting civilization itself at risk. He knows that America is lagging behind both China and Russia in terms of industrial amp output. And that western leaders are pushing those two nations closer together in an access of immense power against the west and laying the groundwork for world war iii so all the all the support of ukraine with all their bioweapons and everything against putin has pushed putin into a relationship with china as well as as well as iran right so we do have a very dangerous situation here must explain russia has the raw materials and china has the industrial capacity adding it's frankly a perfect match from a war standpoint. So I think we need to stop doing that. It's unwise. And I think will lead to an immense risk to civilization. He continued, I want to emphasize that. There's civilization risk. There are tragedies on the individual level, tragedies on the, the community level, and there's civilization risk. We just need to make sure that we're not putting civilization itself at stake, which is World War III. Now this is the fear um, that um, you know, everybody's feeling right now. Uh, that Satan wants you to fill and he wants you to be scared, and he wants you to uh, um, fall into that. And we needed to say, no, we're going to call it down by the authority in Christ. We're not going to, we're not going to allow World War III to happen here. And this, and God's going to use this to you know, have a backfire on the globalists, and all everything's going to come back on them. I believe everybody that let the intelligence failure happen in Israel, were something that would normally be where they'd have helicopters and. Jets flying over within five minutes of three people crossing the border. Yeah, it takes seven, eight hours when when, when two thousand people cross the border. Are you kidding me? That is that is colossal failure, especially when they know they're going to attack on a holiday. They know they're going to attack on a Sabbath, and it was exactly fifty years from the Yom Kippur War. So that was an intelligence failure. I believe a hundred percent is in, is purposeful. I believe that will be exposed, and uh, then we'll and then and then um, this entire. This entire event, God is going to orchestrate where the devil's going, yeah, war. Yeah, let's do this. And, uh, and you're gonna have Macron saying war. And you're gonna have Trudeau saying war and Biden saying war. And uh, everything's gonna, gonna, gonna coordinate right to that. And this might be the Red Sea moment we were looking for where we're gonna have to be rescued by the our great strong tower, right? And uh, that's why we had to be dependent on him. We gotta be aligned with him. And he'll make our path straight as we figure out what we should pray for and not pray for. Pray for Trump and Netanyahu to make decisions that are God's decisions, God's ways. And all of us make decisions that are God's God's way, not our way. It's very easy to fall into something very, very, very different. Intelligence shows Iran-backed militias are ready to ramp up their attacks against U.S. forces in the Middle East. So sure enough, they send suicide drones at many bases in Syria and other locations. Um, to create this war, so now even Tucker Carlson's talking about this, right? Is about about it looks like we're going to go to the war with Iran, and uh, so then again, their number one sponsor of terrorism with Hezbollah, which is way more capable than Hamas in Gaza, They have way more bombs than what they had. They are way more sophisticated, and uh, that's why Israel is is, is basically uh, threatening not just Hezbollah, but the whole nation of Lebanon. We're going to. We're going to. It's going to be scorched earth if you don't use all your political power to keep Hezbollah out of this war. And that's one thing we could be praying praying for. Um, but Amanda's prophetic word that she got live, that I reported on. Amanda came out live on the show, which is really cool. But live was she was in Miami when I was there, and Gus and I were in the front row. It was really cool to see her speak about the the spirit that is behind Hamas, and. Uh, then all of a sudden at the end of her talk, you can just hear, I feel the Holy Spirit coming, and boom! She has her mantle on from Kim Clement, and she starts just prophesying about Israel in America. And part of that said that they're going to be attacked from the not only, not only the south, but also the north and the west. And that's interesting because the Bible talks about the final battle being north, south, and east. And so we were talking and brainstorming about that with Amanda, and... um She's going, well, maybe West means the West Bank. You know, so, so, this could be biblical prophecy coming in where Biden pulls out, Trudeau pulls out, Macron pulls out their globalists at the last minute, and then God has to rescue Israel. Um, I don't think we're going to that battle based on everything I've been teaching the last three months, as you're told as I've been telling We have a best is yet to come model. I think that's what's going to be in. But we have seen these attacks, and this is CNN um, right here, and obviously they're stoking war like mad as well it is uh, pretty crazy when you look at it. Um, Wow, one thing I did not get ready for you guys, I probably should have, is I saw another example of a a Romanian journalist jumping on the ground in Israel, acting like she was scared of bombs and the camera was right here, and then there was these bicyclists driving by. (laughs) Not in a panic. It's like I showed you the CNN fake one, this was a Romanian journalist fake. They are doing everything to stoke fear and create this world war um, the elites that control the media want this war, so just remember that when you're watching this media, um, and and uh, keep your eyes on the globalists and, and what they're trying to do, uh, versus um, saying uh, following all the Gaza versus uh, versus Israel. Let's look at what the globalists are doing behind the scenes, right? Let's find the wizard behind the curtain as we're as we're looking at all this news coverage. Siding ex- escalating Iran threats, Pentagon sends second carrier. Patriot missiles and the THAAD, the THAAD, to the Middle East. So you can see that Biden and um, everybody is basically sending everything to basically so hey, we support Israel, even though... We don't. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. so even though they've been giving all this money to Iran, all this money to Palestine, all these Western countries doing this to purposely stoke this scenario that they and so you can see they have all they control so much that they uh, and they're starting to lose. They can't steer anything anymore and they're panicking. So what card did they have to pull? They had to pull the Hamas card. And uh, it's gonna backfire on them because what they wanted, what Iran wanted to do is do a coordinated attack like they did in the Yom Kippur War, where they attacked from all sides at the same time. Now Israel is ready. They've got all 300, 400,000 reservists up and running. They wanted, to, they wanted to knock out Israel before the reservists could come in and get deployed. Now they're deployed, trained, ready, 18 days, 19 days of getting ready. So uh, it makes it way harder for anybody to f- defeat them and so um, you know with or without the United States so it'll be, it'll be really interesting here's the CBB agents receive new warning in the light of Israel Hamas conflict So this is basically duh hey you should not be letting people in your border because you know what there's gonna be a lot of Hamas sympathizers in that crowd right and they're gonna and they're coming into our country and they're already here there's a lot of them already here right so the question is are they going to be activated can we confirm Pray and confuse the enemy so much that they can't coordinate and get anything done that they want. We had to pray for failure because we know the enemies in our camp in the United States right now. They're all over the place, and just like they they brought all on purpose, um, the globalists brought in all all the, all these people for diff, with different cultures, primarily people with Islam religion into Germany and into France and into the Sweden, and that, and and that was purposeful. So right now, what's happening? All those people are rebelling in those countries, right? And we're seeing that here as well. Um, And we have a combination problem. Not only do we have the enemies in our camp, we have also the leftist movement of progressives that are primarily, like BLM, putting up the Palestinian flag and saying, uh, and so now we have huge division in our country. Again, that's exactly what they needed to keep the eyes off them. Uh, Marsha Blackburn warns U.S. Gaza aid could end up in the Hamas terrorists. Of course, if you have terrorists and you bring food in, and their soldiers need food, and the hospitals do as well, the the Hamas terrorists are going to get it, not not the hospitals. Same with fuel. They're even showing they're complaining, oh, the hospitals don't have fuel. We need fuel. Well, there's huge fuel tanks, and we got pictures of them showing that, they, and, and Israel hasn't taken those out. And uh, sure enough. They they are lying through their teeth, again, just like they were on the hospital attack. That was actually one of their missiles. They lied about how many people died, and uh, all the leftist um, magazines and and newspapers, New York Times, all went with it, all went with the story, trusting Hamas propaganda. There's going to be propaganda on both sides here, and again, um, we need to be praying that the globalists that want this and the funded both sides of the war get exposed um, versus us going into World War III. And um, I think there will be battles, and and more countries coming into this. We just got to make sure it doesn't escalate all the way, and that, that it'll it'll um, and and the Lord will use those battles as He always does for His purposes. But He wants His body to stand up in alignment with Him, and the only way we're going to know what His alignment is is to be in His Word and and praying to Him and listening to Him. Right? It's what I've been talking about the last couple of months really heavily. Um, but but obviously the Hamas terrorists are going to be taking this. This is the United States' its aid given to Gaza could very well end up in the hands of the Palestinian terrorist group Hamas, Blackburn said, warned uh, following the presidential Biden announcing $100 million in humanitarian aid for Gaza and the West Bank. So Biden goes all the way to talk to Bibi in Netanyahu in Israel, doesn't negotiate any hostages return. All he, All he negotiates is delaying the ground war and to send aid to Gaza, which is going to go to Hamas. That's exactly. He's going to handcuff Netanyahu the whole time. Uh, that's. That, but 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 at the same time, um, speak war, war, war. Whatever's going to be best to create World War Three. China deploys six warships in the Middle East or fears Israel crisis could spark World War Three. So again, what you're seeing here is the setup of exactly the way the globalists want it. But we have the power of the Lord God Almighty, who is in control, and we need to make sure we're praying. Uh, praying and, and, and following his path. And remember, he's given us power and authority in our words. Power and authority of Jesus. He talks about that all over the, 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 the New Testament. So we, we, we as we listen to the Lord, I think will lead us to exactly what to pray. And we'll be doing this on the show as well as tonight when we pray at PCR, Project Children Rescue. Uh, so you're welcome to join us. Just go to the blessedteach.com site and go to the backstage tab. Come on Zoom backstage with us after the show. Revolt, SPLC union speaks out on Hamas, Israel war. At Southern Poverty Law Center, remain silent. And, uh, uh, what you, and again, this is these are these, these what what, uh, what Saul Alinsky calls useful idiots, the left progressives that they purposely create, almost like the brown shirts with Hitler, um, and to to basically create all kinds of things. And, and what and, and they they basically make good. Uh, call good evil, such as Christians that are nationalists, that love their country, right, and they call evil good, which is like abortion and things like that. And here, what do they do? They're, they're basically um, standing up for for Palestine, right? So Party Law Center, Labor Union has condemned Israel. So that's what's going to happen when you have the, the useful idiots getting in power. In wake of Hamas terrorist attack that killed more than 1,400 Israelis, took more than 200 hostages, so we see uh, the Palestine movement growing in America, um, which is you know could incite some of these people to to do things that uh, we don't want to see here in this. Hey, we we uh, we're going to have Timothy Dixon on tonight. He had to postpone to a later time based on the urgent, some urgent issues. And then um, in order to get Amanda and Donnie together, we moved her from Wednesday to Thursday. So don't miss Thursday night. Make sure you have a backstage pass ready to go again. That used to be $17.76 a month. That's now a pay-forward model. So these people people are paying so that you can come on for free, just like the chosen type model. Um, again, so get that. Just go to blessedteach.com. Go to the Backstage tab. Make sure you have your pass so you can be backstage with Amanda and Don A on Thursday. Would that not be awesome? Then we have Aaron Antis coming on as well as Juan O'Savin, Nino Rodriguez and Brian Artis, all great guests coming on. So don't miss the show. Make sure you get Backstage Pass so you can be on Zoom with them during that show. George Strait. Georgia State Supreme Court allows Life Act to stand. So this is the good news. So we finally have uh, some of the judges judging it righteously. This means that any time after around six weeks when the heartbeat can be heard of the embryo, then you cannot abort that child in Georgia. So the Peach State is actually standing up for life. And the, some of the courts are start are starting to um, uh, not only get rid get getting uh, rid of Roe versus Wade like we did. We're also now seeing some of these states' judges uh, standing up for what is right, which is uh, very clear. I mean, um, I have three memory verses that clearly show that abortion is wrong. Right? You just go to Jeremiah one five, and it says, I, I, "Before I knew, you, I I knew you before you were born. Right? I knew you before uh, before you were in, I, I, uh, put in your mother's womb." Um, and then a Psalm, I think it's 139.13, 13, yeah, said, basically says that uh, he formed our inward parts. He knit us together in the mother's womb. And the very next verse says, I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. He made us in the womb. He knit us together in the womb. So it's very clear what our stance needs to be once we become a Christian. Right? I knew all the liberal arguments of why abortion should be okay when I was grew, grew up um, and was fooled in my school system that taught me to be a liberal, right, before I came to Christ. And it didn't take long reading through the Bible. And that's a wrong stance. Um, it's very clear. Again, Jeremiah 1.5. Um, then you look at uh, Proverbs 139, 13 and 14. Um, I'm sorry, Psalm 139, 13 and 14. Those are three verses that you should really understand so that when you get a, anybody that understands Scripture and is, is poor abortion, they need to understand what those three, verse, those three verses really talk about. Trump attorneys move to toss federal election case for vindictive pers- prosecution. So this is the ongoing legal battle that Trump is under um, um, with massive amounts of felonies, doing anything they can to um, interfere with the election and to spend his resources and time outside the campaign trail. And it's all it's doing is, again, backfire. backfiring. That's the beautiful thing about being on the right side of things, if you've got the Lord God Almighty, if who if He is for us, who can be against us? Just like Romans talks about, right? <laughs> it's a beautiful thing, and uh, and that is and that's what's going to happen, I believe, with this uh, war cry that we're hearing right now as well. Here we see former Trump lawyer pleads guilty t- in Georgia case, agrees to cooperate. That's Jenna Ellis. So we already saw Sidney Powell, and so they basically overcharge him heavily and are going to put him through massive court costs unless they plead guilty to these minor offenses that keep them out of jail and get them to testify. They're all doing these deals. Why? Cause they want to get them to testify against Trump. And, uh, again, that's going to backfire on them. Well, cause I believe that Sidney Powell and, and Jenna in, in the end will end up telling the truth. And the truth is, uh, they constitutionally did what they, 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 they could. And so did Trump. And, uh, the fact is, is what we have is we have a criminalized government, that is attacking anybody that questions an obviously rigged election with massive voter fraud. Anybody that questions voter fraud is being uh, attacked by the Justice Department themselves. That's why the January 6th people were hit so hard because they questioned the election and the election that was obviously rigged by Dominion voting machines, and Smartmatic voting machines, and Sakia software, they all work together, and they change the votes. It's extremely obvious. Anybody who goes digs into it, um, Seth Kessel, all the great patriots we have uh, come into the Reawaken tour that show this evidence. There's massive evidence. We just don't have judges. They're scared to death. And they, they, they have almost every case has been ruled on as not having standing which is a way for the judges to sidestep an issue they don't want to they want to they, they don't want to talk about but guys this is going to backfire on them because why once trump's popularity goes up and biden's continues to fall people are going to want trump in and then they're going to say well where's the evidence even people on the left are going to go was well when they realize they don't want biden they're going to they're, they're going to want to have the evidence the independents are going to want to have the evidence right and that is when I believe it'll all be released. This is part of a sophisticated plan, I believe, of things happening at the right time. And boy, it's not happening as fast as we want, I know, but look how he's growing us. Look how he's growing this ministry at Blessed Teach. It used to be a show and a business, and it's completely turned it into a ministry, right? We have all these people that love this. We have praise and prayer. We have word and worship now. We have a partner program now. Everything's uh, where we have matured in Christ. Um, people are hearing from God better than they ever have before. So while we've gone through this pressing, um, God's allowed that to form us to the vessels he needs um, as he is going to unleash his you know, great exodus at the right time. And it's not going to be any time beforehand. It's going to come at the right time. Here's Stephen Miller's take on it. He says, The petty attacks on President Trump From some of the GOP, demonstrate a glaring ingratitude and grave failure to understand the harrowing moment in which we find ourselves. President Trump is facing a regime persecution like nothing ever witnessed before in this nation's history, all because he's fighting for us against them, against the ruling class, against the deep state, against the neocons and neo-fascists, fighting to end the reign, fighting to stop their wars, fighting to reverse their assault on our citizenry and nationhood. He's facing a thousand years in prison so that we might recapture our freedom. If he submitted to their corrupt demands, it would end tomorrow. But he won't submit because he is our gladiator in the arena, battling our families and futures. We are on the doorstep of a third world war and on the precipice of the complete and irrevocable dissolution of our own territorial sovereignty. President Trump is the one who will resurrect our peace and restore our land. It's actually going to be God who's going to use his David for this. Imagine then choosing this moment as he faces down one merciless political persecution after another to engage in personal slights, pillions and piddling palmetics, how about saying two simple words to the man who has endured so much for us all thank you yes that's uh miller i just recently posted that on uh, x here and uh, you can file find him on there he is right there uh trying to get his actual handle stephen m s-t-e-h Stephen m s-t-e-p-h-e-n-m and you'll find him there. And I'll make sure that's in the show notes. Again, you can find all my show notes. Just go to blessedteach.com front page. You can sign up for show notes. Everything I've shown you here will be provided to you each morning, the day after the show. Attorney General Paxson sues Biden administration over destruction of the Texas border barrier. And, uh, again, this is becoming, there's a lot more steam coming into this now that people are realizing, oh, my goodness, look what happened in Gaza, right, um, When they when they crossed the border and what they did. And some of the atrocities. Now, again, there, some of this could be propaganda, but I'm just not—I don't, don't think so. I think so. They allowed the worst of the worst, Hamas, right, to come across the border and give them free reign for seven hours to purposely cause this. But they were—they were doing decapitation. They were doing cutting fingers off and doing. They did massive torture on eighty percent of the people. It looks like were tortured before they were killed. Okay, so this is this is atrocities and barbaric magnitude worse than ISIS. And so um, that being. Uh, and that just shows the evil. And, uh, and now with the, the anti-Israel movement in the Truther movement and the anti-Israel movement within the leftist side of things, um, it's really sad. But it's effectively divided us all again. Exactly what they needed at this point in time as we are starting to come together against the elites. So, again, let's try not to stoke that as much as possible. Um, but, but, again, you see that the border now, we're realizing if we continue to let these people in, it's, like, it's just like letting your enemies into the camp. Come on in. Come on in. They're encouraging it. They, they literally are advertising worldwide, the cartels are, to fly into Mexico, and they'll get you in for a certain price. And uh, it's really sad, though, because what they do is they'll take a family, and they'll take the children and the, and the mother and separate them into human trafficking. And the only ones coming across are males. That's why when we see these bus falls, there are only military-aged men usually coming across because they've taken all the women and the children. It's, an, it's, a, human, um, it's, it's a human trafficking nightmare. To, uh, um, we, we need to stop what's going on at the border, but it's not going to happen when we have Biden in control. And that's why one thing we need to pray for is that David comes back as soon as possible, right, and we don't have to wait until November of 2024. I believe that miracle will happen, um, the timing of that it can and not be soon enough, especially with Biden, who is going to, in my opinion, backstab Israel at some point in time. And he's under, and but they 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 are going to try to they're going they're going to need to switch him out. I thought they were going to switch out Biden before they tried to create World War III. I think they realized how hard that was going to be, and they were very very unlikely to succeed to get Michelle Obama replaced, replacing Biden as an example, and that would be unconstitutional. And um, so what they're what they're going to do is they're, they're praying um, to their gods, the little g little gods, right, for for some type of miracle to where they can get Biden out. But now they're thinking maybe a war, wartime presidents usually win. Maybe that'll help, right? But look what happens. Biden is still underwater, even in New York, <laughs> deep blue state. So it's per- So this poll, this is getting worse and worse for him. Um, and this is the beauty about having the Lord God on our side, right? Everything they do doesn't work He's <laughs> like it's just confusing them all the more. Biden's favorability unfavorability rating in New York fell to forty five fifty two, a drop from the fifty forty five in September, according to a Tuesday poll from this college. A majority of Democrats, 52%, want a different presidential candidate in 2024 compared to 54% who said they wanted Biden. So, again, the pressure to get rid of Biden increases even despite the war right now. So that'll be really interesting to see. Now, when we look, this guy's a real good analyst of just what's going on in the economy. I think it's good to to, to look at that. But the, the Fed's worst nightmare, that's inflation expectations leap. Uh, most since 2022. So here they've raised, unlike ever before, the t- amount of time they raised the interest rates to try to control inflation. But they're printing so much money. This is this is a really dangerous. And now, now their worst nightmare of the Fed has happened. So this could lead to hyperinflation. This is why almost every investment that's not um, physical assets is extremely risky right now. Last week, the widely watched Michigan survey report inflation expectations rose the most since Biden nearly double-digit inflation last year. That means Americans are starting to bake in high prices into long-term plans, which could become a self-fulfilling prophecy. Kurt Elliott talked about Monday on the show that cardboard boxes the retailers aren't even buying because they're expecting to have a bad Christmas. That's an example of what is going on in this economy. And uh, this isn't supposed to be happening after the most savage rate hikes in 50 years. Yet yeah, here we are. All right? And and where we are is in a really bad spot when it comes to the economy, when you have Brendanomics. But again, this is all designed to show people because they wouldn't listen. We couldn't tell them. So we're having to show them, and the Lord's letting this happen. And uh, one thing to just make sure, guys, is that you really put, put your time and energy into making sure any wealth that you do have is protected as much as possible. And that's why I suggest getting that free consultation from Kirk Elliott. And you can see the link down below in the video as well at uh, at kirkelliottphd.com slash b2t. This is a form you can fill out. It's got my story. I've done five transactions with him. You can do it right here, but it's easier just to call them and say Rick B2T sent you. Get a free consultation. It doesn't hurt. All it is is you're going to ask about, okay, what's your situation and where could you potentially use But don't one thing that's risky is having a bunch of cash in banks, which are going through the worst financial time. They've closed this thousands and thousands of their branches now trying to hide their financial problems they're having. That's the major banks, right? Not to mention the closure of the, the regional banks. So you can call Kirk get your free advice on how to use precious metals in a strategic way based on your circumstances. By the the way, they do that for international as well. 720-605-3900. Call Kirk at 720-605-3900. Federal prosecutors spied on Congress in search for leaks. Now the DOJ is being investigated for it. So this is Cash Cash Patel talking about this as well. So again, when you weaponize the government eventually, and when the Lord is involved, you're going to be exposed. And these exposures keep happening all over the place. And uh, so there is good news happening out there as the you know the cash potatoes of the world are going to keep, keep their eyes on this the globalist cabal. Nearly 1 million residents left California in to 2022 fueled by cost of living. So we see this happening in all the Democratic-controlled states. This shows that the whole sanctuary cities, um, defunding the police was a disaster, and, and this part of using useful idiots to destroy America. And that's probably where the biggest risk is, in my opinion, of where most of the attacks will happen. There's these large cities in, in democratic-controlled states, the uh, same places where you saw BLM and Antifa go wild because they know the cops will, will let them ride out again. Um, and so stay away from those big cities, I would say, uh, for, especially during these next three or four months as, as the the this, this whole Palestinian-Israel um, thing is going on. I think it's a very, very dangerous time to be in a large city, especially in the downtown areas, uh, especially in the Democratic-controlled states. Right, That would be my advice is to be very, very, very careful. Here's Argyle director Matthew Vaughn. Diagnoses the problems with DC and Marvel superhero films. Uh, the films are bad, and so we saw that woke movement of Disney, and even everything that's going on. So all these, uh, all this Hollywood—that this is their kind of their cash cow—is all, all these hero movies. And with all the wokeism and everything, they—they they are just going, they've just 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 crashed. And so you're seeing, I believe, a brand new industry going. If you haven't seen His Only Son, for instance, from Angel Studios, as well as uh, the the other awesome series that do with the Chosen, which in January starts up with its next season, and then, um, obviously, The Sound of Freedom. All of these movies are going to be, create a new new industry of wholesome, awesome movies um, that are not focused on um, the, the, the programming. Remember, that's, Tell Lie Vision has programs because they're programming you with, it, with lies, right? Tell Lie Vision programming you. Right? So if you watch Netflix, Netflix series or Hulu series, I'm sorry, guys, that's programming you. It's programming you away from where the Lord wants you to be focused. So instead, watch, go to Angel Studios and join them and, and, and watch, watch whatever movies they come out there. They've got all kinds of new movies coming out there. Go to um, Pure Flix versus Netflix. right? It so does great, great little movies that, uh, that are going to um, encourage you versus put you in more mode at all times. All right, I'm going to get into some prophetic uh, stuff right here, prophetic reviews, um, with both both uh, Julie Green and what what I've been hearing from the Lord. Um, I think Charlotte read this during our praise and prayer last night, but I wanted to get into um, a word that he gave me from the Bride about the bride, which is kind of weird because I never thought about the bride of Christ being fearfully and wonderfully made. Obviously, the Bible tells us that we are fearfully and wonderfully made. So I guess if you get the whole group of us as the body of Christ together, as the bride of Christ being prepared, that that's fearfully and beautifully made as well. But this is what it says. uh, And so I asked the Lord, what would you like to share with me or your people today? And again, remember, I have already, before I go to the Lord, I've already I've already prayed uh, my morning prayers. I've already done some Bible memory verses. with my BibleMemory.com. If you missed that last yesterday, BibleMemory.com. Download it on here. It's one of my favorite things to do to get God's Word in my heart. And I've done a little bit of Bible study. And before I jump in and actually just get quiet with Him, type my gratefulness to Him, ask Him to put me in a secret place. And then I say something like, Lord, what would you like to share with me or your people today? It says, I am ruling from up high, and that nothing can stop what I, no, 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 nothing can stop what I will. I think I missed an S there. My will is to gather my body as the bride of Christ. My bride will shine. Nothing can stop this forming, a forming and coming together of this bride. As my remnant stands firm against the evil, the bride I am preparing for the wedding feast. Just as each person is fearfully and wonderfully made, my bride is as well. Keep standing firm and allowing me to work through each of you You will be part of this great wedding and feast. It's not that far off. You will fully submit. In fact, I'm just going to play a little bit of background music because I think it's always awesome when we're reading um, what God's telling us um, with some background music and studying his word, part of the whole word and worship concept. Keep standing firm and allowing me to work through each of you. You will be part of this great wedding and feast. It's not that far off. You that fully submit to me will participate in this forming, this gathering of the body. Not only will it be those now in my body, but a great explosion of new believers will be coming into the body. And great will it be. You will see hearts changed. Hearts of stone turned to hearts of flesh. Even in people you thought would never repent, would never have love for others, would never have a soft heart. I am the God of the impossible. Even people that hate each other, even prior Hamas and prior Jews who used to hate each other will embrace each other with new hearts of love as they come and know true love. That true love is me. Well, just think about that. Um, Thank you, that's beautiful, Lord. And there's some private stuff that he talked to me about. Uh, Thank you, Lord. What else would you like me to share? My remnant? prepare now for battle you are in the midst of one right now however a much more intense battle is about to start it will seem like utter chaos this is because the enemy has so little power now they have realized they cannot steer things like they used to therefore they need to absolute destruction of this world to not be exposed but this will not work because they have run to my hand my will will be done my wills overriding the centuries of progress they thought they had made. Instead, I am using their evil progress to lead to my awakening, the awakening and gathering of my bride. The enemy is about to lose so many soldiers, they will be shocked. Many the devil thought he had in his hand forever will bend their knees to me and accept my love and salvation. They will become fierce enemies of, the, of evil. They will use my words in the line with the rest of my body. So keep standing. After you've done everything, just keep standing. Everything that looks impossible will start to become clear. The fog and chaos around you will clear and you'll be able to see clearly through the storm and you will have my words to defeat the enemy plans for destruction. What the enemy plan for destruction will have that direct opposite effect. Instead, all this will lead to the beautiful, wonderful, and fearfully made wedding. Wonderful will be my works, and my bride grows stronger and bigger than most could ever imagine. Imagine a world united around me. Imagine a world where even the strongest-willed people bend to my will. Enjoy the chaos. Enjoy the process that I bring you through. I look forward to seeing the look on your faces as you see my glory f- flow through you and others around you. Great will be our victory. Great will be the wedding. Now go and use my words and see before your eyes the gathering and forming of my bride. Wow, beautiful, beautiful things the Lord's speaking to us. Um, to this morning, Julie re- released a new prophetic word too. i am be honest with you, I'm purposely not reading it because I know he's speaking to me a lot right now. But, um, Since Timothy Dixon's not here, I thought I'd read this. So this would be the first time I've seen this. Um, It says, B2D, this is the time of my David. For I, the Lord, this day, I'm telling the enemies of Almighty God, get your hands off my nation. Get your hands off my David and his family. Get your hands off the finances of this nation. Get your hands off this nation in the name of Jesus. Get your hands off. You will not proceed with your plot and your plan and your schemes against my David or his family. You will not succeed in terrorizing this nation. You will not succeed in bringing this nation down. You will not succeed. The nation is being shaken, is being shaken away from you and away from your power and away from your control. This nation is rising higher. It's growing stronger. There's been a great separation. The ties are being cut. The change are being destroyed. The influence you once had, enemies of Almighty God against my nation, you have no more. The influence you once had with your news stations and your narratives, you have no more. Hallelujah. The influence that you had with Wall Street and the financial system, you have no more. The influence you had in the churches, you have no more. I'm cutting you off. I have told you back up and I've told you to back off. You will not have your way. You will not have the war you want against this nation. You planted people in this nation all over. You planted your terrorists. You have planted these people. You have trained these people. You have paid these people to do your will. Ha! Remember who I am. I know the end from the beginning. I see your terrorists plotting. I see what they are doing. I see how you're providing everything they need, the guns, the bombs, the ammunition. You have planted them everywhere, and you think it is a flawless plan. You have your date picked out. You have your cities picked out. You don't see what's coming. You don't see me, and you don't see my angel armies. And you don't know that I infiltrated your camp with my people and just as many And just just as my words were spoken in the Tower of Babel, confusion was in their ranks and they scattered. Confusion is in your ranks and you will scatter. I will take control over the airways and the frequencies. They're not yours. They never were yours. They're mine. Your next attack against my David, against his family, will fall flat. I'm just gonna switch to a different song here, real quick. Wow, this is this is powerful. It's the first time I've read this. <laughs> Even talking about what we just we just did, right? It says your next attack against my David will and his family will fall flat. I will. It'll come to nothing. Just like all these indictments and court cases will come to nothing. You will not have their corporation. You will not destroy them financially. Oh no, you won't. I am the one who has blessed them, and you cannot take the blessing away. The blessing comes from me, saith the Lord. You will not, no, you will not, you will not go after their family. You will not touch a hair on their head. You will be stopped in every attempt. I have my angel standing guard, protecting that entire family. I'm removing the ones that you put near him. I'm removing the ones that infiltrated him on different levels. I am showing my David who is real and who is not, who is a wolf in sheep's clothing. This is the time of my David. I said it. This is a time of my David to rise higher than ever before. You will not gag him and you will not stop my words going forth through his mouth. That is a power you do not have. So, enemies of Almighty God, tick tock. Tick-tock goes the clock, and your clock and your time is running out. The clock is about to strike midnight for you, and that means the end of you, the end of everything that you have, the end of your power and your money, the end of your influence, the end of your bondage and slavery you brought up on my nation. The angel of death is near. The angel of death is near. Some of you don't have much time left. I told you to repent. I told you to turn, and you still refuse. I have given you warning after warning. Now is the time for judgment. You are reaping a great harvest of destruction. Enemies of Almighty God and every single person that has been against my David, exposed you will be, destroyed you will be. Your names, your names will be tarnished. Your names will have treason everything you've done against him, I'll go back to you and judgment is great. So my children, I'm telling you this day, hold tightly to my word, hold tightly to me because you are about to see not only a great victory, but you are about to see judgments you have never seen before. Brace for this time. I said, no fear. This is not for you. Things are about to shake even greater than they were before. The intensity is growing. Stand firm, focused on who I am and what I'm about to do. Show the world who I really am. I'm your deliverance. I'm your healer. I'm the God of restoration. And that's what I'm bringing each and every one of my children, saith the Lord. Woo! Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. So that is uh, some powerful stuff. I wanted to get in a little bit of a Bible study. Um, just uh, what I, I was going to do something a little bit different here. This is Hebrews 9. I wanted to show you something. Now, this is BibleGateway.com. Okay? I'm using the ESV version. Um, but you can just type in uh, on a search engine, right? Hebrews 9, space, ESV, space, gateway, or whatever your favorite... Um, um, NIV or KJV or whatever your favorite uh, Bible version is. AMP for Amplify. That's another great one to, to meditate on, as it amplifies what's there. But uh, this year, a lot of people like the Passion. I know some some of, a lot of people took that out. I'm not even sure if it's here on Bible Gateway. But this says like over 50 versions, I believe. If you click right here. Um, and so just all kinds of versions that you can dig into. just wanted to show you that. But there's one other thing that a lot of people miss if you're really studying God's Word and trying to get it in your heart or kind of learning it. And you see what I'm teaching when I'm jumping around to other Gospels. And I love to take uh, when I'm in one book and it's referring to the Old Testaments so or referring to another book. I really like to, to, to look at that. And one of my favorite tools to do that, which I want to teach you so that you can Uh, use it as well if you'd like, is you just go up to this little gearbox here, okay, and you can click on that and I I always like to have the red letter on so I know when Jesus is talking natural a little bit more but also this cross-references, I don't don't show this when um, I'm reading it to you because it's kinda confusion with a bunch of stuff in it, right? Um, But if you click that, you can really dig into it a lot, so I'm gonna show you how that works and and how I go through it when I'm preparing for you. So it's called cross-references. So I'm gonna turn that on it gets a little messier because it's gonna have a lot of cross-references. You'll see that all over the place, right? And so that's what we're gonna dig into right now is we're gonna dig into the, the earthly holy place in Hebrews nine. So we've already gone through chapters one through eight in my prior teachings. You can usually find them on Mondays and uh, Thursdays and Sundays and Fridays usually we go over the actual um, uh, John and so uh, this friday by the way is my wife's birthday we have a function with the grandkids so i'll be playing a replay of a beautiful teaching that we did on on the book of john so there won't won't be any backstage this friday Um, but uh, we'll be backstage um, every night except friday and including sunday morning we'll be backstage as well but uh here we go this is hebrews 9 and the reason we're doing a bible study now is because timothy dixon wasn't here we usually would go from 5 30 to 6 30 with our guests so we have another half hour to do Uh, teaching, as well as a few songs, uh, beautiful songs that we'll play as well. This is the earthly place. Now, even the first covenant had regulations for worship and an earthly place of holiness. For a tent was prepared, the first section in which we were the lampstand and the table and the bread of the presence. So now there's just a bunch of stuff right there that has all these little a, B, so the capital letters are the cross-references. At least small A's are like what um, the references for what would be in the ESV version references, right? So we look at the capital letters when we're, when I'm trying to cross-reference when it comes to a perspective of, well, and, if, and so a wor- when it's talking about regulation for worship and an earthly place of holiness, so that's interesting. So I could click on A, and it's gonna show me Exodus 25.8. And I can either go to it, or I can just read right here. And let them make a sanctuary that I may dwell in their midst, all the way back in Exodus. See how kind of cool that is, how you can kind of jump into the Old Testament where it's talking about an earthly places of holiness. For a tent, so now it's talking about a tent, was prepared the first section in which were the lampstand. So I'm gonna go back, what are we talking about? When we're talking about a tent, I can go all the way back to Exodus again. Moreover, you shall make tabernacles, with ten curtains of fine linen. And you can click on that actually to go to the full verse, right, and actually see it. So this is where I, how a lot of time I prepare for you guys to kind of, and I don't take all of these because it would be, take too long, and but I take the ones that really hit me, that like, wow, that is so cool. So the tent, it's talking about the tent. Moreover, you shall make the tabernacle or tent with ten curtains of fine twin linen of blue and purple and scarlet yarns. You shall make them with cherubim skillfully worked in them. And, then, uh, and so, again, I think this is just a great way to just love Scripture and, and get into it. And close this, and it comes right back to it. And uh, prepared for the first section, of which were the lampstand and the table and the bread of the presence. So this would go back to the lampstand in, the, in Exodus, and this would go back to the table and the bread of presence. It's called the holy place. But behind the second curtain was a second section called the most holy place. And we talk about this a lot when we're talking about Revelation and uh, now that we're in Hebrews, we're talking a lot about this, that has a golden altar of incense, which is really interesting because this golden altar of incense is actually in the holy place, according to the Old Testament, not the most holy place. So there's a lot of commentators saying, did that change, did they move that later? Or is he just maybe talking about the incense smell is in the Holy of Holies, right? Because obviously that would have gone in behind the curtain, the scents there. But we can go look at the altar of incense here in G and see that, there, Leviticus 16 talks about it. It says, and shall take a censer of coals of fire from the altar before the Lord, and two handfuls of s- sweet incense, beaten small, and he shall bring it inside the veil. So now what, so what they're pointing to here is not the altar that's, that's in the whole the holy place, not the holy of holies. They're talking about what the, the, the censer of the incense that the high priest once a year is bringing in to the holy of holies. Um, and put the incense on the fire before the Lord, and the cloud of incense may cover the mercy seat that is over the testimony, so that it does not die. Remember that mercy seat is in the holy of holies, right? So again, and if you if you uh, go back, you're always going to be able to go back into exactly where you were. So it's a great way. Just hoping you guys understand. This is a one 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 more tool that you might find useful. Obviously, having a having. A, A physical Bible is important in this time because we know that we've been told from various sources that we may not have the internet for a while, right? So make sure that you also have a a hard um, copy Bible. But this is a great way to use the power of the internet, cross-references, so a lot of Bibles have these cross-references. The study Bible I use a lot as an example will have have a lot of this as well. Um, But you can see just how awesome that is to be able to go back, and it talks about the Ark of the Covenant covered On all sides with gold, in which was a golden urn and manna and Aaron's staff that budded in the tablets of the covenant above it, were the cherubim of glory overshadowing the mercy seat. Of those, these things we can not speak in detail. And so he's just gone over really what the Holy of Holies and the Holy Place and the Holy of Holies was in the Old Testament. And we can go back and see where all the references are to what he's talking about. like the mercy seat, that's you know, one of our songs talks about Jesus you know, sitting on the mercy seat. It's really cool songs that says, but you can see in Leviticus 16, it talks about that mercy seat. And the Lord said to Moses, tell Aaron, your brother, not to come at any time into the holy place inside the veil before the mercy seat that is on the ark so that he may not die. For I will appear in cloud over the mercy seat. So again, that's why I only allow them to go in there once a year when God's ready for it and uh, not going to actually have his full presence there because otherwise he would die, right, as an example. So you can just learn so much about the Old Testament and what they're talking about here. And that is uh, the Earthly place, um, the first part of chapter 9, 1 through 5 there. Go to 6, it says, These preparations have thus been made. The priests go regularly into the first section, performing their ritual duties, but into the second only, the high priest, but he once a year, and not without taking blood, which he offers for himself and for the unintentional sins of the people. By this, the Holy Spirit indicates that the way into the holy place is not yet opened as long as the first section is still standing, which is symbolic for the present age. According to this argument, gifts and sacrifices are offered that cannot perfect the consciousness of the worshiper, but deal only with food and drink and various washings, regulations, and body imposed until the time of Reformation. So I just read all this, but again, you could, you could go analyze each and every one of these by going to these links that will take you back to references to get more detail about each one of these things. Um, I'm gonna gonna go to the others because there's some more powerful things I wanna get to. Redemption through the blood of Christ. This is what Hebrews really is all about. We're going from the Old Testament and the Old Promises to the New Testament and the New Covenant and the New Promises, right? It says, but when Christ appeared as high priest of the good things that have come, then, through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is not of this creation, he entered once and for all into the holy places, not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by means of his own blood, thus securing eternal redemption. For if the blood of goats and bulls and the sprinkling of defiled persons with the ashes of a heifer sanctify for purification of the flesh, how much more? Will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God purify our conscience from dead works to serving the living God. Wow that is the whole point of the New Testament summarized in that paragraph <laughs> and it is so powerful to understand that but you can go look at where it was talking about the gut the, the, the blood of goats and bulls you can go detail that you can go find more about the ashes of the heifer right as an example. So you go to A.E. and you're gonna get a couple of verses here. Here's, here's a, Numbers 9.2 talking about it. It says, this is the statute of law that the Lord has commanded, tell the people of Israel to bring you a red heifer. Remember they talk about that? The third temple there's gonna be a red heifer without defect in which there is no blemish and on which a yoke has never come. I can go back and go to the next one. It's in, in, later in that same chapter. Says for unclean they shall take some ashes of the burnt sin offering and fresh water shall be added to the vessel. Then a clean person shall take hyssop and dip in the water and sprinkle it on the tent, on the furnishings of the persons who were there, and on whoever touched the bone or the slain or the dead or the grave. I'm going to go to this other part right here. Here, Um, again, just the uh, talk, uh, uh, just uh, just get into more detail about. Whatever you want to dig, dig into more detail about for each of these areas. Um, you, know, talk, it'll t- you want to know about purifying our spirit, um, you know that, that, that Jesus was offered as, a, as, as a blemit without blemish, right? We can go see right there, right in more Hebrew verses. He has no need like the high priest to offer sacrifices first for his own sins. why Because he's sinless, right? So other chapters in Hebrews talks about those things. And so just want to make sure you see how effective this can be in the really understanding scripture as a whole. As you're studying one chapter, you can really jump off and dig into other things. And and, and by the way, usually when you're in those other areas, they'll have even more cross-references, right? So purify our conscience from dead works to the serving of the living God, right? We could go put on AG and we can see other, we get into 1022, and 1022 will jump us into other places. So you can go deep and deep and deep and really understand God's word and what he's trying to say. By studying His Word like the Bereans did every day to see if what Paul said was true, like Acts seventeen eleven tells us, right? Be a Berean. Be a Berean. Get God's Word into your heart. Start understanding this in a, in a deeper way. Therefore He is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called may receive the promised eternal inheritance, since a death has occurred that redeemed them from their transgressions committed under the first covenant. For where a will is involved, a death of one who made it must be established. For a will takes effect only at death, since it is not in force as long as the one who made it alive. Therefore not even the first covenant was inaugurated without blood. For when every commandment of the law had been declared by Moses to all the people, he took the blood of calves and goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book itself and the people saying, this is the blood of the covenant that God commanded for you. And in the same way, he sprinkled with the blood both the tent and the vessels used his worship. Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. And that is a critical component about, about the whole gospel, right? Is that without blood, there is no forgiveness, right? And that's why um, the blood of Jesus covers us. And it's so important. There's that once and for all sacrifice. I'm getting to get into a couple of songs right now and uh we'll finish this up and maybe jump into a few more places um in this deep deep chapter on chapter 9 um before we finalize finalize and jump into word and worship but uh this is kind of a surprise uh word and worship because we usually don't do that on Tuesdays and Wednesdays because we usually have guests on right so um that that is that is one thing that's beautiful about we're going to we'll be able to get into um really um some more things that we normally wouldn't get into because we have extra time. so i'm gonna jump into resurrection power here here and uh annette do you mind reading this we've got annette and charlotte worshiping backstage thank you i love to as mm-hmm. always i love to
2: now i have resurrection power living on the inside jesus you have given us freedom Truly, truly, I say to you, whoever believes in me will also do the works that I do, and greater works than these will he do, because I am going to the Father, John fourteen twelve. no longer bound by sin and darkness, living in the light of your goodness. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the flesh with its passions and desires, Galatians five twenty four, 24, Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. John eight twelve. your Holy Spirit lives in me, and I have been redeemed. Mm-hmm. You has come in him you also, when you heard the word of truth. The gospel of your salvation and believed in Him were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit. Ephesians 1:13. Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law, and please read what it says. It's too low. Because, for yeah, me. becoming a
0: curse for us. Galatians 3:13. So He became a curse for us, but the Holy Spirit lives in us. We're no longer bound by sin and darkness, right? We're living now in lightness and goodness. That's resurrection power.
3: You called me from the grave by name. You called me out of all my shame. I see the old is passed away the new has come now Beautiful.
0: <laughs> going to dig into one more song too, just about his grace. when we're going through hard times, his grace is enough, right? Uh, I don't know, Charlotte, if you can read this one, do you mind?
4: No, I don't mind. The <laughs> awesome. screen is much smaller than yesterday though, I just want to <laughs> let you know. <laughs> you can't read My it gra- I, can. I could read it, but it's half the size that oh. it was yesterday. Mm-hmm. my grace is sufficient for you and it says at the very top your grace is enough um for my power is made perfect in weakness Cor- corinthians or is that supposed to be colossians now, Corinthians, two? Yeah.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: yeah it's either first or second 12 9. Mm-hmm. great is your faithfulness you lead us by still waters His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. Lamentation 3.23 He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. Psalm 23.2 Remember your people. Remember your promise. Remember your promise to me. It is my only hope your promise revives me it comforts me in all my troubles psalm 119 49 through 50. great is your love and justice god for great is your love reaching to the heavens your faithfulness reaches to the skies psalm 57 10 for the lord is the god of justice blessed are those all those who wait for him isaiah 30 18b
0: Awesome! Isn't that not awesome? So what we're talking about here obviously is His grace, His faithfulness. Puts us by still waters. He remembers us. Great is His love. i come to an end in and new every morning, praise your faithfulness, wow, <laughs> oh, I love that music, and um, we'll get to a little bit more here, um, let realize we have 7.30 Impactor, and usually we go 7 to 7.30 on, uh, so we actually have a little bit more time. So I'm gonna dig into the rest of the scripture, do an impromptu Word and Worship here, as uh, Timmy Dixon wasn't able to make it, we'll get him later. But remember, Amanda Grace is coming on with Donnie on Thursday, which usually we have Tuesday, Wednesday guests, but we're just moving things around. So uh, we'll probably do a little bit more praise and prayer tomorrow night as well, and um, get into and really have plenty of time with Donnie and Amanda. And get their perspective from, from prophetic perspective from Kim Clement um, and Donna Clement, his daughter, and playing a lot of his videos and, and really um, talking about them much of this time. Um, she played some of that. Really powerful and reawakened to her. So don't miss Thursday night show with Donna. And remember, you can be backstage on Zoom with them to watch it. Just go get your backstage pass at blessedteach.com and go to the backstage tab where that is. What I want to do now is just to dig a little bit more into this uh, Hebrews chapter 9. We ended with uh, verse 22 there. It says, Thus it was necessary for the copies of the heavenly things to be purified with these rites, but the heavenly things themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ was entered not unto holy places made with hands, which are copies of true things, but into heaven itself now to appear in the presence of god on our behalf nor was to offer himself repeatedly as the high priest enters the holy places every year with blood not his own for then he would have to had to offer repeatedly since the foundation of the world but as it is he has appeared once and for all he has appeared once for all at the ages at the end of the ages to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself, and just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment. So Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting for him. So that's obviously talking about the second coming there. So again, this last paragraph here is powerful to really getting into why we don't have to have Another sacrifice, right? That's why I believe it's a real incorrect way when Catholics do Mass, because they're they're actually talking about cru- a crucifixion happening again, and that's not. That's why we do communion, that is uh, a symbolic act of eating his flesh and drinking his blood, right? That is a remembrance of him. So it's done for remembrance, not an actual sacrifice at that point in time, because that sacrifice was once and for all. Another thing, those who teach reincarnation, this is this this is this clearly teaches against that, right? Because he says, but as it is, he has appeared once for all at the end of the ages to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it is appointed, here it is, it is appointed for a man to die once, and after that comes judgment. Okay, does that say reborn again into another body? You become a butterfly, and then you become a dog, and then you become some elephant or something, and then you, be, that, no. It's very clear that reincarnation is not biblical, okay? And there's many, many people teaching that out there. And that is, in and, and the new age movement, those are the, most of those people are the same people that are anti-Israel and, t- and teaching the Zionist movement. And then most of those people are also the truthers that are teaching the Kazarian theory, and they're anti-Israel. And they're reincarnation, a lot of these guys. And they think they're gonna ascend to third and fourth density earth without Christ, I'm sorry. Guys, that's just not what the Bible teaches. So let's stick with truth. It's well documented, right? And so we can we can put our, our uh, trust where it really needs to be, right, in the Almighty, in the beginning and the end, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. That's where our trust should be. He's given us this word for a reason so we don't have to go off on all these um, incorrect teachings, right? And um, I'm gonna dig into this last paragraph a little bit and I'm gonna show, go through this process I've shown you a little bit. Thus it was necessary for the copies of heavenly things. And we go go to AV here, this cross-reference, and it'll take us to another part of Hebrews that was uh, back in chapter eight where it said, they serve a copy and a shadow of heavenly things. For when Moses was about to erect the tent, he was instructed by God saying, see that you make everything according to the pattern that was shown you on the mountain. So Moses was on the mountain, and he saw the vision of the heavenly temple, right? And he was building it, the earthly temple as, as a shadow or a, a copy. Does that make sense? It clearly says that. Copy and a shadow of the heavenly things. And so when we were in chapter 9, it's talking about that exact same thing. That is, it was necessary for the copies of heavenly things to be purified by the rites. But heavenly things in themselves with better sacrifices than these. For Christ has entered into the holy places made with hands. Again, talking about the earthly temple again. 8.2 was talking about that, we just read part of that. Hebrews 9.11 also gets in that, but when Christ appeared as High Priest of the good things that have come. We just were reading that in, uh, chapter, in, 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 in verse 11 up here, or if I just roll up to it, probably easier. Um, but when Christ appeared as High Priest of the good things have come, then through the greater and more perfect tent, not made with hands, that is not of his creation. He entered once and for all into the holy places Not by means of the blood of goats and calves, but by the means of his own blood. That's why they've got the perfect man that lived on this earth. Uh, And his blood is a sacrifice for our sins. And so that when we get judged, the white throne judgment, um, guess what? They'll see the perfect life of Christ instead of your life. That's the way I want it much better chance of, of, of actually getting into heaven, right? If they see the life of Christ versus the life of me. Um, then then this digs into which are copies of the true things, but into heaven itself, how now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf, right? This is the great mediator, we talk about that we pray through Jesus to the Father, right? It's only way to the Father, by the way. And it's not, you know, many people teach, that all religions are on the, this mountain and this one god and all these religions are different different paths to the same god no no not at all why because god clearly said he's father son and holy ghost there's no way to the father except through jesus right it's very clear that the father son and holy ghost the trinity the trinitarian god the alpha and the omega remember when at creation nothing can create itself so god's had to always exist and he was there he used the Son to make things. He used the Spirit. The Spirit, Father, and the Son were all there at creation. They've always existed. Right? That's how you got the first cause. Nothing, otherwise, nothing would be here. And so, it's critical that you have the right God. And that right God is not Allah. No, because Allah is a single God. It's not the triune God. It's also, um, obviously, the Quran, as we're seeing now, teaches massive amount of violence. Teaches incorrect things about Jesus. So it's important to understand who the true Jesus is, who the true God is, right? And it's and uh, you know, Allah uh, often goes back to the moon god of, of 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 pagans. So be careful where you're getting your truth, and understand that this uh, this predated Islam by 600 years, right? And it's and, and there's also these Christian cults that twist this as well. We got to come back to the truth of what God's word really is. But again, when it says God of on our behalf, we can go to a couple areas. I'm going to go to not the same book, but into a different book into Romans 8:34. 34, it says, who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died more than that, who was raised, who is the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. So right there, he is interceding for us. He's our great intercessor. If you don't have that intercessor, guys, you're in trouble because that's that blood of Christ covering you and they see the perfect life of Christ. That's how you get into heaven, because we all fall short of the glory of God. But that's how beautiful it is. That's why, that's why Shuri gets teary-eyed when she's singing these songs, because she knows what Christ did for her. That's why when I'm getting this, and I just feel the Holy Spirit coming to me during this, this worship, right? Because we know we have a great intercessor. He's the almighty. That's interceding for us. He's on the right hand of God. And that is exciting when you really think about how awesome that is. He did it on our behalf. Nor was it to offer himself repeatedly as the high priest enters, right? We know that. The holy places every year, and this will just go back to some of the Old Testament things that shows this priest going in there every single year, right? For then he, uh, um, the the holy places every year with blood not his own. Remember, it's the blood of goats, it's not his own blood. For then he would have to suffer repeatedly since the foundation of the world but as it is, he has appeared once for all. Now when he appears, it'd be interesting, it takes us to John, talking about Jesus appearing. It says right here, you know that he appeared in order to take away sins. In him, there is no sin. There you have it. The perfect life of Christ is covering you. And he appeared, why did he come? To take away our sins. Permanently, guys. Past, present, future. He's got in your hands. Satan cannot take him out. Once you're written in the book of life, you can have the assurance of salvation. It's one of my favorite things to really dig into and really show people and get them confident. You can be assured of that, right? And he appeared once and for all at the end of the ages to put away sin by, by the sacrifice of himself. And this is gets into some more stuff all in Hebrew so I'm gonna skip that it's the same book we've been studying and then here's another one that has at the end of the ages um, here's a verse that's outside Hebrews so I'd like to go look at some things outside the book sometimes it's really fun to dig to into that here's 1 Corinthians 10:11 says now these things happen to them as an example but they were written down for our instruction on whom the end of the ages has come so again the end of the ages it's kind of funny, during The Chosen, when Peter's talking to Jesus, and he talks about, well, soon. And, and Jesus goes, well, soon. That's an interesting word, right? Because I'm coming soon. Here we are 2,000 years later. So the word, the, 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 we have to be patient and understand that what we're talking about is the end of the ages soon, right? So um, everybody that's saying that we're going right into the tribulation, and everything's going to end in the next 10 years. So I just think, guys, you got to you gotta open up your mind a little bit, let him be ready for him at all times. But uh, we could have a best yet to come and, and decades and decades and decades left. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, who knows? Uh, the point being is that we are at the end of the ages, even back when the New Testament was written, <laughs> right? 2000 years ago. Every generation thinks, thinks that uh, that boom, you know, the, the the Christ is gonna come in their generation. And he may, and, and we have a lot more signs and we're a lot closer than they were 2000 years ago, right? but we can also prepare for the best is yet to come in the Great Harvest, which I believe we're going into. So don't jump the gun is what I'm trying to say. As, as just as it is appointed for a man to die once, and after that comes judgment. This is a whole thing against reincarnation, right? How many times do we die? Once. How many times do you die in recreation? Infinite times, right? That's why recreation is a false teaching. Okay, so um, this is, this is something that we have to refute and, and make sure that we are uniting together as Christ followers on the right God, the right Jesus, and the right gospel. I call it the three big rocks, right? Um, that's what we just can't, we can't let other religions teach incorrect things about. The tri- triune God that saves us, right? The, the Jesus that is literally the, the son, the second person of the Trinity, and he was there at creation. He claimed to be God by accepting worship, by Forgiving sins when he was here on earth, as well as saying, "Before Abraham, I am." So this is not um, like, for instance, that's one thing the Quran teaches. It teaches that Jesus was just, a, just a prophet. Well, no, he didn't claim he he didn't leave you that option. He didn't leave you that option at all, right? Because he accepted worship, right? Same um, same with what you look at a religion like Mormonism that teaches that God that Jesus is a separate God and earned his way to where he was and and uh, that you can become like Jesus and become a God yourself. That's just polygamy. That's completely, not even the, that's completely incorrect uh, doctrine. So we always have to uh, um, unite along denominational barriers, etc., and come and unite as Christians. But we also have to dispel the people that are teaching the wrong God, the wrong Jesus, and the wrong gospel, right? And that's where this becomes really important. So and this is, he appointed for a man to die once. Let's go look at what this says in BD, Genesis 3, 19. It says, by the sweat of your face, you shall eat bread till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken. For you are dust, and to dust you shall return. All right, so this, uh, so obviously we're gonna die once, and then we are going to be judged. There's no second um, life, guys, except for, the, except for in heaven. That is our eternal life, and the only way to get there the only way, according to Jesus' own words, is through the Father. To the Father is through Him, right? And that is that is something that um, uh, well, all these uh, one-world government people are trying to have one religion. And, that, and I believe that one religion could be a combination of. I know the Pope's talking about a meeting with with Islam, and Islam starting to talk with the Catholics, and the Islam coming together. Who knows what this one-world religion is going to be? But we gotta reject that because it's not gonna be the truth that it's talking about here. So uh, so Christ having been offered once to bear the sins of many. Alright, so let me back up here. And it was and just as it was appointed for a man to die once, and after that comes judgment. Did I go to this yet? I think I did. Nope, I didn't. Matthew 16, 27. It says, here's out of Jesus' mouth, red letters. For the Son of Man is going to come with His angels in the glory of His Father, and then He will repay each person according to what He has done. Right? So obviously He's going to come and judge. It's a great white throne judgment. Um, There's uh, whether 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 this is at the time of the rapture or at the time of. of that they, even if you don't believe in the rapture or the second coming, the whole point is is that we are going to be judged at the white throne judgment. So make sure that you have the blood of Christ covering you at that point in time, right? And then it says, so Christ, having been offered to bear the sins, so there's Lot, Lot, look, all the way back to Isaiah we can go to. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoils with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sin of many, and makes intercession for the transgressors. Hallelujah. Is that not great news? So again, we see the gospel being preached even back in the Old Testament, pointing to Jesus, right? How how powerful is that? And then 1 Peter 2.24 digs into this too, where it says, he himself bore our sins in the body on a tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. Amen. And then uh, 1 Peter three eighteen talks about this as well. For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but being made alive in the spirit. That's what happens when we accept Christ, guys. We become alive in the spirit. That's that uh, being born again, right? That we talk about quite a bit. That's to bear our sins. We just dug into that. Of many will appear a second time. So this image this will take us here. It takes us back to Matthew. So this is saying, Even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve and to give his rent, life for a man, ransom for many. Woo, one of my favorite verses, uh, just that, um, again, Jesus didn't come to be served, even though he was a master, even though he was God in flesh. But he came to serve us gave his life as a ransom for many even while we were still sinners he died for us says some scriptures right it's like whoa what love is that matthew 26 28 says for this is my blood of the covenant which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins Um, powerful stuff here all over um, teaching the gospel for even the son of man came not to be served to serve but give his life a ransom for many so you've seen that's in two different places obviously in mark 10 45 and matthew 20 28 both talking about him not coming to be served and um, and it says he's going to come a second time so this is the second coming i would imagine it's going to it talks about acts where it says and said men of galilee why do you stand looking into heaven this jesus who you have taken up into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven that's why he's going to come back in the clouds right and so people are saying well jesus is here and he's going to come back in the flesh through a baby i don't think so i think he's going to come back in a very bold way that everybody's going to see and everybody knows it's the second coming, right? Uh, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly waiting. See what this brings us to? It brings us to, back to Hebrews 4, which says, For we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. So that is a beautiful thing to know that Jesus understands what we go through when we go through our anxiousness and all this. And this ends with uh, not to deal with sin, but to save those who were eagerly waiting for him. So when he comes back in the second coming, um, amazing things are going to happen. Titus 2.13 says, waiting for our blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's what we sometimes, when we're having a hard day, we say, come quickly, Jesus, come quickly, right? Um, it's like, please come. Um, and then we see in Isaiah, all the way back in Isaiah, back in the Old Testament, what's it say? It will be said on that day, and this is Isaiah 25, 9. It will be said on that day, Behold, this is our God. We have waited for him that he might save us. This is the Lord. We have waited for him. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Isn't that beautiful? So you can see how fun that I have digging into the Word of God and jumping to cross-references. A lot of Bibles have cross-references. Many, many don't, though. That's why I use a lot of time the BibleGateway.com. And go into cross references great way to study his word and learn his word just another tool um, the one i really suggest obviously bible as well as um, the bible.com has all kinds of reading plans that's really good and then bible which has all the bible memory that i showed you last night uh, beautiful ways so let's get into a couple other beautiful songs um, as we just uh, read all about the beautiful beautiful um, new gospel, the new covenant. Moving away from the old covenant, the new promises. Is that just not awesome? So we did the resurrection. Your grace is enough. Now we're just going to celebrate this by saying, you know what, Lord, thank you for everything you're doing. We're going to raise a hallelujah. And this talks about, we raise a hallelujah. Hallelujah meaning a joyous praise and song. And Yah refers to Yahweh, God. So you put this together, it's kind of a, uh, this conjunction word, right? Hallelujah and Yah. Put them together, we joyfully praise God in song. That's what we're saying when we say hallelujah. And Psalm 95 one says just that. Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. Hallelujah, right? This song also talks in the presence of our enemies. Right out Psalm 23 where it says, You prepared a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overfloweth. That's what happens when we really celebrate him. Our cup overflows. Our weapon is a melody. He appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire. I think this is um, In And again, this is in 2 Chronicles. Again, the praise band going to fight all these armies up above. What happened? The praise band went before him as they went before the army. And when they began to sing and praise... The Lord set an ambush against the men who had come against Judah so that they were routed. They all helped to destroy one another. So what do we do? We praise and worship like this is an enemy. What's an enemy going to do? They're going to be confused. God's going to send an ambush against and the enemy of the cabal is going to fight each other. That's why we do this right here. Heaven comes to fight for me. You shall not fear. For it is the Lord your God who fights for you. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad we don't have to fight this battle ourselves? So, this is the time that there's no hate. Prepare a table in the presence of our enemies. Our weapon is a melody. I
1: raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah. Louder than the unbelief I raise a hallelujah Our weapon is a melody I raise a hallelujah
0: Get the heart racing now we're getting into a deeper worship song that slows it down just really appreciate what the lord's done for us so uh, i'll do this one too it's got pretty small print <laughs> i just want you nothing else jesus nothing else will do there's no fear in love but perfect love casts out fear we love him because he first loved us it's out of 1 john 4 18 and 19. Then Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. I had background music going, I didn't even know on accident. This will probably sound a lot better for everybody now that we don't have the background music playing duplicate. Then Jesus said, if anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me, Matthew 16. I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. Um, All the saints are in your hand they sit down at your feet. Deuteronomy 33.3 3. Rejoice in Christ Jesus and have no confidence in the flesh. In Philippians 3.3 3. Jesus, you don't owe me anything. I just want you. Ah, for all sin and fall short of the glory of God. In Romans 3.23 And you see in Deuteronomy 6.5 where it says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. This is a deep one where we just get into getting caught up in His presence, getting caught up in His presence with me right now. Because we really don't want anything else except for what? Jesus.
5: I'm caught up in Your presence I just want to sit here at Your feet caught up in this holy moment i never want to
3: leave
5: oh i'm not here for blessings jesus you don't owe me anything more I just want you I'm sorry When I've just gone through the motions I'm sorry When I just sang another song Take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you I'm sorry When I've come with my agenda I'm sorry When I forgot that you're enough Take me back to where we started I open up my heart to you I'm caught up in your presence (sighs) yeah When I first felt your love You're all that matters, Jesus You're all that matters Coming back to what really matters Just your heart Just wanna bless your heart, Jesus Caught up in Your presence, I just wanna sit here at Your feet. I'm caught up in this holy moment. I never wanna leave. Oh, I'm not here for blessing Jesus, you don't owe me anything and More than anything that you can do oh, I just want
0: There's no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. Wow, I think I'm gonna go to, um, I'm gonna think I'm gonna go to this here. Um, One thing that really moved me when I just think about the heart of God, I know it talks about Colossians 3.16, where we talk a lot about how we're supposed to be singing songs, singing hymns, singing, singing psalms, singing hymns, singing spiritual songs to God with thankfulness in our heart, right? There's this thing about our heart, and, uh, and I think about God's heart too sometimes when it says, uh, I just wanna bless Jesus, right? His heart, I don't wanna grieve his heart, right? And uh, when we talk about the days of Noah, go back to Genesis 6, I'm just gonna bring up real quick, if you just type in uh, Genesis 6, for instance, and go to, I'm gonna go to the ESV here in the gateway again, and uh, it's, uh, oops, Genesis 6, I'm gonna put 6 in here. I'll bring that up on screen because this is, this is something that made me realize what you know God went through. Um, yeah, well, let's see, what did, that, what did that do? It just messed up. Genesis chapter 6, I typed over something, ESV gateway. This is one of my memory verses um, about uh, the, really, we talk about the coming of the son of man, it's gonna be like the days of Noah, right? I think that's 1 John 4, 4, I think it is, but if you look at this right here, let me flip to that screen, move this out of the way, there we go. So here's the here's that verse when you go to Genesis 6, increasing corruption on the earth. And just think about what God was filming here, where this Nephilim came in and all this stuff was happening, but uh, Genesis 6, um, 5 and 6, these are my two memory verses right here. Um, It's like, oh my goodness. The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Just think about that. So man was on the earth, and every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord regretted that he had made man on earth. And it grieved him to his heart. So I often just pray, don't, don't, don't let us grieve you, Lord. <laughs> Allow your Holy Spirit to flow through us and your church to arise to be the church you need it to be so that we don't grieve your heart. Because you know it grieves his heart to see the hatred that are in people's hearts and what we saw with Hamas as an example. And even some of the Israelis that hate the Palestinians, Right? that, 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 that hatred creates evil right and we never want to get to the point where every intention of the thoughts of our hearts are only evil continually
1: but that is what's going to happen
0: when it talks about the coming of the son of man right where it's it's gonna be like the days of noah it's gonna be like these days right here so i believe he's gonna rapture his church out and that's when this will see we'll see this because they won't have the church on on their heart right it's like ugh so we're going to get into, um, wow, it's already 7.04. You <laughs> can tell I enjoy this. I could do, do this for another couple hours, but we need to get backstage to go into um, prayer, prayer. And we're going to pray for um, PCR. It's called Project Children Rescue. We're going to pray for the children that are being human trafficked. That are, that are just horrible things are happening. We know that. And we're going to pray uh, for the military that's rescuing them and, and um, also against the nation's Media that's protecting them um, with lies and protecting the pedophiles, right? So, we're going to go backstage, and do that. We'd love to have you backstage with us. You can get that free pass real quickly. Go to blessedteach.com. Everything's there at blessedteach.com, including the way to become a partner. Go to the donations tab. Anybody that gives even a widow's mount mic every month, um, that uh, whether it's a dime or whatever, we are going to consider you a partner. We give you exclusive updates and we're also going to be, uh, the prayer team that just started on Monday, It's going to be praying specifically, they're going to take your name and they're going to pray for you and your family. And so uh, if you want to be, make sure you're covered with prophetic um, prayers and intercessory prayers, Um, and you also want to be a partner and get exclusive updates on what this ministry is doing as we prepare for the Great Awakening, So we get our groups prepared to pray for all these people, we'd love to have you backstage. So go to BlessedTeach.com, go to the backstage tab. For that, be a partner by going to the donations tab on BlessedTeach.com. We love you all. With that, we are going to, if everyone backstage were to say goodbye, and we'll we'll stay backstage, though. we'll be back there soon, but say goodbye to those uh, leaving us on Rumble and other platforms.
3: Bye. bye, guys. Bye. Uh, thank you. Really Have a good
2: one. Good one. Great. Uh, yeah, God bless. God, God bless. God. Yes. Thank
4: you, brother.
0: Rick. Thank, thank you. Always. Thank you, guys. God bless yeah. you. Here we go. We'll mm-hmm. see you backstage in 45 seconds.